one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Match Ball. Do we have to? I think we might have to. Um... Welcome to the Match Ball. It's brought to you with Levi Solicitors. 10% off your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Uh, Dan, Michael and Moscow with you here on the uh, on the live stream for the YouTube, uh, for the YouTube, on YouTube for the TSB Plus subscribers. Um, right then, uh, talk, talk to me. Should should Heckingbottom go after that performance? Should Warnock go? I don't know. It was not very Bielsa-ish, was it? Worst one under his uh, leadership, you've got to say that. As a starting point, haven't you? That was terrible. I mean, zero shots on target says a lot. Not even in, there wasn't a shot near target, was there? No. I think the um, there was the Jack Harrison one that got blocked. That looked vaguely promising for about a second. Put some respect on Tyler's name. <sighs> End of the first half. <laughs> that one that went at about five yards high and wide. It was one though. It's it was one. It's um, it was the first one as well with five minutes before half time. It's one of those sort of broken record things, isn't it? Because we understand. I think mostly why what's happened today happened in that we were missing all our good players, basically, and we can't uh, mitigate for that. We were in the weaker formation playing against two forwards, so that always makes us worse, doesn't it? Um, and yet, still, it's not good enough, is it? But I mean, you say we're without good players, but Rodrigo's meant to be a good player. No, shit, isn't it, though? That's the problem. <laughs> it turns out he's there's, awful. There's absolutely nothing to suggest he's a good footballer. But he's got good skills. How many times has he tried that little turn uh, like on the spin and got caught in possession. So if that's not working, do something else. Mm. So that's all I'm suggesting. Um, and for the price that we paid for him, I think we're within our rights to expect better. Would you agree? Well, yes. <laughs> I mean, 22 touches today as well. I looked it up. Right. Which isn't many no. in, a, in, a, in a full game of football, is it? So, I mean, even Falshaw came off the bench and while he looked like a player who's not played for a couple of years, at least he was... He, at least he was involved somewhat. Like mm. he, he was giving the ball away sometimes. And generally speaking, if he'd have been starting a game and playing like that, I'd have been saying it was it was pretty awful to be honest. But th- the fact he came on and was at least stood in the right place, mm. he was stood in that little hole where no one had that been. hole being midfield. Yeah, the whole the whole of midfield. There was a bit in the first half, in fact, where I think it was I think we'd hit a ball forward and someone won a header, and the ball just dropped into an enormous vacuum of space in the middle of the pitch and it was like oh is anyone going to anyone going to go into that space it'll at any sa- point it'll be Southampton and, then, again. and then eventually a Southampton player who in fairness they had no one in there either but eventually someone stepped in and was like oh okay if, if I'm allowed to just have the ball here, and that's the thing with, with, with the man-to-man thing if there's there's not necessarily anybody like looking for space all the time is there when um, you're in transition like that like you're either stood near your man marking your man man-to-man or you're not I guess but just to finish off the thought about sounding like a broken record I'll throw my pen around 
Um, I was going to say um, it's it just returns us back to all the same problems we know about. Try bare squad. We can't accommodate injuries. We can't accommodate the loss of Phillips. All that stuff that we know and we've been complaining about. I say we. I don't mean us necessarily. Just us. But everyone has a fan base. All those anxieties that we had throughout the early part of the season. The problem I've got at the minute is we're not getting any better. And you would hope that there'd be some sort of upward trajectory in the season. I mean, we were good against Watford, I will say. But then we were good with, with our best players, I weren't mean, we? And with the best will in the world, Watford are shite. But Southampton... We, yeah, Southampton are shite. But look how, easily, look how easily we dropped down to a very, very low level. I think what was concerning today, we kind of know about the problems of no Rafinha and no Phillips. And that, that leaves us really weak. But weird things were going on today. Like Jack Harrison had no first touch and... Stuart Dallas, how many Dallas times did Dallas get caught in possession? Dallas, yeah. still still awful. Click, put it out of play a couple of times. Just really simple passes that he's yeah. just knocking out. I really, like the most basic things that we know these players can do, and it was all just going wrong. Mm. Moscow, you're very quiet over there. Come I, on, I join in. I don't think there's much need for me. Or uh, you're, you're the positive one, and, you, and it's notable exactly. that you're very quiet. I think it's um, it's understanding what the listener may may wish, or the viewer may wish for at this time. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> Tell us about Tyler Roberts. No, don't, because it's no, don't. that's fucking boring as well. Yeah, it I'm is. I'm bored of that, because he, he did Tyler Roberts. There were moments where he looked great. There were moments when you thought, what are you doing? And But you could say that of any of them. Well, there weren't many moments when he didn't. Many Tyler, of them looked great. Tyler Roberts, though, is is a perfect example of uh, of just being the lightning rod for, for the anxieties that we were talking about, all the stuff that were lacking, you know, squad depth, quality, people to bring off the bench. It all kind of manifests itself. If you had to put it in human form, it's probably Tyler Roberts, isn't mm. it? Um, I mean, like the fact that we, with the subs today as well, I know everyone's kind of, it's, you know, it's getting to, you know, put Eddie in and play the kids' territory, but even still, the fact that, you know, you're bringing Gellhart off the bench and Somerville in a Premier League game to try and get back into it um, doesn't suggest that your squad has a, a right huge amount of depth. But if, if that's the policy, is to build youth and blood it, then fine. Let's just hope we've got enough to stay in the Premier League because on today's evidence, we are in a world of trouble. We are, but... We do have Rafinha and Phillips. We, mm. we do need to remember that, and yeah. and with them, that the game probably has a different shape. You can't whether or not that undoes everyone else playing terribly. Jamie Shackleton was all right. Mm. Let's focus on a positive. Uh, I don't feel he deserves much more praise than saying he was all right because mm. it, it was not great. But the other things were bad. Like the whole defense was bad as well. Like Yorente and. Um, but do you know, do you know, sorry to uh, jump in on you, but I was going to say it goes back to what we, we said this on the Phil Hay show the other day. That three three one three that always gives me room for anxiety because you know we're never as good with it when you're up against two players who are pressing you and closing you down and that's one thing they absolutely murdered us with the press today we just couldn't pass it out could we? we had no out ball in midfield for one thing and then every time we got it into wide areas they just shut us down and we either then lumped it or one thing that we did do very well was pass it back to Melier a lot uh-huh. it's because he was the only the only yeah. person shown for a pass out of defense the defense kept they knock it between themselves for a little while and then they'd once they were pressed, there was no way of there was no forward pass available to them because there was no midfield, so they had to go backwards. And then when it, by the time it went backwards, the three defenders were all marked, so Melier had no option but to just twat it up the field. The, the only positive I can take from today is it's still only mid October, and we've got lots of games in front of us where we will have Phillips and Rafinha and so on and so forth to dig ourselves dig ourselves out of this hole because it needs to start happening and it needs to start happening. Pretty quickly, because I, I was laughing, wasn't I, uh, uh, at the start of the game today? That you know the follow, follow, follow song. That um, oh, that's listing basically all the knackered, knackered and injured players now, isn't it? Uh, come on, Moscow. This isn't a. Uh, there's only two wheels operating on this tricycle at the minute. Get get on board. Um, yeah, we were terrible. Do you want a butt? 
Go on. I think the butts are very important, yes. You remember how Southampton play and how they played us against, against us last season. I wasn't worried at half-time because it's exactly how the game, both games went against them last season where they made us look diabolical in the first half, particularly at Elland Road. difference at Elland Road was we came out, scored straight after um, half-time and won... 3-0, and um, Hassan Hurdle has described himself before. He said that he, you know, he is, he believes the opposite to Bielsa. Um, he predicted about this game, he said it's going to be a horrible match to watch. It's going to be um, lots of tackles and lots of um, second balls and mistakes. Well, it was half right because it was terrible for us to watch. Yeah, but it, um, I mean, you should bear in mind, they, uh, I was reading about them before this game, so it stuck in my mind that they, kept Manchester City down to their worst um, number of shots on target, one in a match since 2017 in their 0-0 draw a few weeks ago. And City in that match could barely get out of their own half. Raheem Sterling played uh, Rodrigo's role and completed, I think he was 16 passes, which I don't know how the, the passes for Rodrigo or Roberts when they were up there compares but they do this to teams and they you know they drew with scum they were 1-1 with Chelsea until they had Ward Prowse sent off and it's very much but they're not very um, good Moscow they're not very no, good but they're very good at stopping teams like City <laughs> putting ourselves in that bracket but um, they're very good at stopping Manchester City like they were um, they completely perplexed and destroyed Pep Guardiola's uh, game plan he said as much afterwards that Southampton had had the week to prefer to prepare and turn it into a whinge about having to play in the the Champions League during the week before then, um, but yeah, that's the third time Southampton have played like the, that against us. We've beaten them the two previous times. Today we were worse than the two previous times, but um, you can't discount the impact that uh, Rafinha would have helped, wouldn't he? I mean, Rafinha made Brazil better this week, so. Can't say that he wouldn't have made today better and uh, a Pat Bamford might have helped a Calvin Phillips could have helped in midfield, although he would probably have been playing as a part of the back three. Um, Furpo, perhaps, because then we have Dallas could have played in midfield and uh, less of the, the foreshoreness um, that we had to rely on and then um, needing to bring Joffe and some of it off the, the bench. I looked at the team when it was announced, though, and thought that's still good enough to win. So the fact that we didn't win isn't good enough. Wasn't, well, those it? are the only things. I didn't think it was good enough. The only enough. things I would, uh, well, you don't win a prize. Um, <laughs> the only things. You do in uh, my heart, Michael, you do. The only things. Um, You've got I my respect. <laughs> point out is that there was another team on the pitch. And yeah. they played. they played the way they play magnificently. Mm. Like they absolutely did it to the utmost to the best so well done Southampton we're here to tell you how good you were great well yeah I mean they won the game so you can't really say they were terrible can L- you they? LUFC data leads saying that Leeds had an, a first half XG of 0.01 <laughs> I think that's wow. a little unfair on Robert's shot <laughs> I mean probably presumably the XG is taking account of the previous shots that he's seen Roberts take there because uh, he's not he's not ever threatened oh. has he even from closer in I knew it wasn't going to be a good day even when I saw David Coote was the ref I mean, he was fine, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he's just got that face. Can have no complaints about him, to be honest. Um, that was, all, uh, the bookings all were fair enough. And that first half, as I saw Melier, he was behind that goal there. Oh, he's got the sun in his eyes. Maybe he should have won a baseball cap. I just, it all felt wrong from the get-go. I'm, I'm going to blame the sun for that. Just speaking of days when weird things go wrong, when 
um, there was that long ball forward and Stroke just like hit his legs and fell over backwards and you just sort of thought, hmm, this is the, this is like the player that we've been told is coming to save us from Cooper and then actually Cooper was probably the better of the three centre-backs today because Llorente was having a bit of a mad one as well, charging around all over the place and then hacking that bloke down on the edge of the box. Oh, fucking boys. Ralph Hasenhuttle dressed as it looks like he's going to a Scottish wedding. Well, it's working. He's, he's obviously getting the uh, getting the respect. Well, he's got all of one win on the board this season, admittedly against us, which is a bit disappointing. But no better than us, is he? Well, apart from the table, apart from today, and the table, and the table. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. apart from that, if we discount all the factual bits, yeah, you're right. There's nothing. Um, give me something then. I'm, I'm just looking through my notes here, and it's it's not pretty reading. Bielsa's 150th game in charge. Jesus, deserve better. He should, um, maybe you should have got us to do better. Yeah, I mean there was that. I mean, I, going back to the lineup, I did see it and think, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I, I, I don't like. But that's 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 the really annoying thing about today. Like, so um, we were in the car driving here, weren't we, when the lineups were announced? I just picked up Moscow and I and I heard the team news, and I thought, "Oh well, I can pretty much write this one off as an enjoyable day." Then, on balance of probabilities, because we're just not that good in we're not that good in that formation as it is, and when you've got so many blooming. I'm sure you two both arrived saying we were going to win. Yeah, but again, there's no prize for being pessimistic. <laughs> Tell him, Moscow. I did. bought a fiver on us to win, so yeah, I thought we'd win, but then mm. I, I always do. That's a, a bad habit. Um, let me have a look then. So I put down 39 minutes, actual chance, uh, which tends to indicate what uh, one-way traffic we were enduring during that game. That well, was Dan for, James, wasn't it? What, but he for did us. That's when Dan James had that run, but then he, he put in a quite a poor cross, I think. <laughs> That was not no. a chance. I've I've just realised what that was. That was in, Dan James ran down the right, and then it ended up with him crossing the ball straight into McCarthy's hands. Twenty-five million well spent. Not a chance. And that, then I've that's put not a chance. Roberts shot. I don't know if that's uh, an instruction or what you actually that's did. The one he, he, when he he did it twice towards the end of the first half when he um he got the ball and turned and ran then and put one of them he shot and he he um it was if you want something rather than just the same old gloom but then yeah admittedly I tried before and you didn't like it <laughs> um, the bit before they scored we were doing better in the period after half time and before conceding those brief was it 10 minutes um, and it was uh, you know they broke from a, a counter attack just after half time because we were starting to put some pressure on um, and yeah in that little spell Tyler Roberts looked decent um, and was helping us move forward because he was the only player who seemed able to turn. Dan James had that one good run that you referenced where he had to um, hurdle somebody trying to take his legs off after he tackled their right back and then ran forward. Um, Roberts was linking up pretty well. Jackie, I thought, was awful, like summed up by um, the when he took the quick pass to Foreshaw in the, late in the second half and just gave it straight to them. But after we had that that good ten minutes, and you know you can't dress up ten minute good ten minutes as a, as anything more than what it is. That's when we start to make the changes. So then Roberts went up front, and then obviously had less impact. He turned into Rodrigo from earlier in the game. So we brought on Gelhard and moved him back to where he'd been reasonably effective for about five minutes, and then that didn't work. So then Somerville came on for him, and they'd all um, unravelled from there. So the the one little bit that was all right for a few minutes when I thought, oh, we could we could sneak this. But once they'd scored, I mean... Well, yeah, that's, I was going to say 51 minutes, I made the note, Jackie dancing feet, because he had that little chance mm, on the edge of the box. That was the other good bit, yeah. So Jackie yeah. was terrible apart from that. Well, he, tried, he tried to um, 
It didn't get, try. It did get, very well. It was just it was a really good block. Yeah, he tried to get uh, through on the left, but was blocked. And, the, and then his we shot were, was blocked. So he did get a shot away. It was just a very good uh, block after some anyway, good skill. And then we went forward again, 52 minutes, lost possession because it was just, well, it was just shite, wasn't it? That little bit of interplay on the right-hand side. Like, didn't work. It broke down. And then they just hit us on the break. I would love to see a replay of where Urente was uh, positionally for that when they hit us on the break because we only saw him twat into the man right at the end. Um, then take a, you should take a screenshot of where they were for a lot of the game because even at um, nil-nil, they had 11 behind the ball and the whole game was in their half, which is exactly where they like it. So just putting that back into the Southampton were good on their terms ledger that um, their game plan of having the whole... It's even... We saw this on whoscored.com's description of their style of play before the game. They're good at set pieces. That's the thing they're good at. But style of play, play in their own half and mm. make you... Um, no, it's the other way around. Play in your half. No, which way? <laughs> oh, play in, so so absolutely razor-sharp analysis. Play in their own half. That's right. And then uh, you can't get out. No, they play in your <laughs> half. <laughs> That's this has it. been the best thing about today. Maybe Bielsa's read the same thing and he got confused too. That's it. Wasn't sure what it was doing. They play in the opposition's half. Right. No. I <laughs> fucking have lost. Shut up. <laughs> Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Anyway, Adam Forshaw came on, and that's good. So I mean, he's, he's still going, isn't he? He didn't get injured, did he? No. Which is, which is good. But I, get, I mean... Did some nice moment, nice bits. Just like you said, was in the game. It was just that it was just yeah. stood where a midfielder needed to be for yeah. the entire match. But and also, even though, at moments looked like he'd been out for two years. Yeah, even though he went there and occasionally did a bad job of it. At least there was someone there doing it. Whereas the rest of the game was Urente and Cooper just looking for someone to pass to, and there, there being absolutely no one there. And Joffy came on as well. That's nice. Yeah, he had one really nice touch. He took down a throw in very nicely. Kind of turned and then nice cushion touch. Then I think gave it away. Mm, great <laughs> more than Rodrigo did about my notes you're saying what else can we talk about um, one of my notes simply says Rodrigo Christ <laughs> and I don't think that's in a that's praise either. Southampton style of play oh great control the game in the opposition's half right did that happen yes because we couldn't get out right yeah because that's pressing isn't it yes right 
great. So well done, who scored for being accurate for once. Mm-hmm. And well done for you for almost remembering what whoscored.com <laughs> said. <laughs> Which is somebody else's research and statistics. Um, <sighs> well then, what, what do we pull from this? I've run out of material now. Normally there's something to talk about, but it's just so, that's so laughably bad, isn't it? It just, I don't know. I mean, maybe I was saying about it being a broken record and the anxieties and stuff. It just, when this keeps happening and we keep milling around down at the bottom here, it just, it's how it's reframing the season. And already I'm not enjoying this season at all. Mm. And it's going to have to turn around pretty quickly to just even become comfortable. And I don't like that. It's not what I'm a football fan for. We've, we've had our struggles. Now's our time to have fun. It feels like it's a game that requires a big follow-up. Like we can't be anything other than excellent, I don't think, in the next game. Otherwise people are going to start seeing it as a pattern. And that's and, the thing. And, then, and, and you will look at it and you'll go, well, they've only beaten Watford and Watford are awful. Yeah, so that's pressure, why. pressure builds, doesn't it? That's the thing. And this is what happens when you get down here and you go without wins. But I mean, the, on, the other thing is, is that another win does push you massively up the table. Still, yeah, it does. Because so, there's a lot of shite down here, but God, it's just not fun, is it, this season at all? It feels like another one. We've just got to get through this. We can get to the summer and then it's another. At what point do we start to enjoy this? I enjoy it briefly towards the back end of last season, but this is bollocks, isn't it? <laughs> And just this bit that we we can actually go and just watch. sign a it's midfielder, terrible. and we could have all been happier. And oh, I don't yeah, know. I mean, a, a midfielder would have helped. I know it's, I know it's boring. Sorry, yeah. sorry, but it is. Yeah. I'm not sorry, but we do need a mid- we do need You're a midfielder. choosing to watch this or listen to this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never going to apologise so. for making the point that's right. But yeah, we we have have been for ages crying out for another midfielder. Like if Cal, what if Calvin did break his leg? I know he's going to be back probably for the next game, but if he was out for the season, what the fuck do we do? Like, it's, it would be such a massive issue for us, and I don't think it's acceptable to just have it have it hanging there. That yeah. if if one player is out, you basically don't have another a backup plan and because we've seen Cock, who's also injured, play there. We've seen Strike play there, and neither of them are actually very good at it. Mm-hmm. So, stay fit, Calvin. Yeah, it, it feels like that one is hanging on by not by a thread because he's not obviously not like on the verge of a massive breakdown we hope or anything like that but you just worry don't you if, if he was to be ruled out what that would what that would signify anyway we've heard from Captain Cooper anyway I've just seen the uh, the official account tweet uh, an interview with him which I haven't listened to we go to again yet, but something like that well, you can't go giving first half performances away like that we've got to learn from it what about the second half <laughs> that wasn't much better was it couldn't fit that into the tweet you may have said something you never yeah. know Fair point. It'd be interesting to see what, uh, well, in what way Bielsa takes this on his own shoulders today, because he does every time, um, and he will. What will he, what will he make from, uh, make of that, and take from it? I actually don't know. I think he'll be. Dis- he's got to be disappointed with some of the performances there. As much as I did look at it on paper and think that's not a team that's going to win this, I also think it's unacceptable that Jack Harrison can't control the ball all of a sudden. And I think Click put it out, just passed it out of play twice. I think under no real pressure as well. Just. Just really basic stuff was going wrong. Yeah, you can't you can't legislate for that, can you? When players can't play football, but then surely you look at that, and that's when you say, "Well, those players are not good enough." Whatever that context is delivered in, if you know what I mean. Like you know, if if we if we end up twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, whatever it might be this season, it's probably going to end up being job well done, isn't it? So they've been good enough to get us ninth and then there, but it's this flirtation with the bottom end, and therefore the decision-making on a game-to-game basis starts to have a real influence on things, doesn't it? If if you can have lots of inconsistent performances or people just kicking it out, it's it's not helpful. It's not. It was... Um, I've, I feel like we've not been in this position very often under Bielsa where we've just had nothing good to say. Mm. No. But, there, but there wasn't anything, was there? No, Even, no, I'm no, trying, no, I'm no, trying no to think of the, lo- the low points of being like the Derby game, which was obviously a madness, but then there was like Forest where... 
in fairness, we, we still created some chances in that game, didn't we? I think. I'm trying to remember. The Wigan game, that was pretty dire. Mm. It's certainly up there. Is, is this the worst game you think you've, we've played under him? Taking everything into account? It might well be. Mm. Moscow? I mean, we've always had that capability. Well, not always, but it's um, it's worth remembering things like, we, well, I mean, this is uh, <laughs> taking things into an even darker place. But yeah, it's, it's really worth remembering. Now, as everybody's miserable, let's think back to Wigan um, and going 1-0 and a player up and losing 2-1 to them. Think about that tonight <laughs> as you uh, try to put this behind you. Put this put this game behind you by thinking about all the other times Leeds have been terrible. Um, I mean, we were awful against um, Forrest on that famous one and that was off the back of a, a fairly dour run of not winning games for ages. So it's not unheard of, but I think it, you know, it, it was all... Um, lost in the uh, euphoria of promotion whereas um, I think that's part of the the reason why there is not much relief to be found out of this this one is because there won't be the euphoria of a promotion at the end of it even if we go and win um, every game between now and the season we we probably still can't win the Premier League if that happens can we? Because I mean, we're probably finishing the Champions League spots, and that'd be quite good. That'd be quite good, but it's unlikely, isn't it? So even if we go on and have a really good uh, rest of the season from now, that euphoria won't ever come. So it's just kind of like, uh, yeah, it is just a defeat in a um, in a, a void. I think so, back to um, <laughs> enjoy your weekend <laughs> to Bielsa's first game when you. I mean, people don't want me to be too cheerful. That's true. When it's you, when you, I, I, I enjoy the idea. I enjoy the idea that he's having to fight off being cheerful. What an absolute bell end! The first, the first <laughs> Bielsa game when you were who <laughs> I'm was it? Joking, who was it? You cornered on the um, the gantry, and you were saying to them, "This is the same players who did who were here at the end of last season." Yeah. And look at them now; it feels like this is a reverse of it, where you'd be going, "That's that's Stuart Dallas. He used to do this stuff, and that, that's, that's and, he, and he lost to Forest, and he lost to Wigan, and yeah, um, it's just as a, I think it was a, as a collective though they looked devoid of ideas and. Truthfully, a bit of devoid of energy as well. There was just not the same zip about it. It felt like they were their pressing was much better than ours. There were so many chan- times when the ball was was there to be won for us, and we we just didn't get there first. It felt like they were, we were just second to everything, and we were not. It felt like we lacked a bit of fight, which I know is a traditional. Um, Come and be miserable, Moscow. I, I know. <laughs> I know it is like a traditional Leeds fan response. So they're not fighting for the shirt or whatever, but they didn't seem. I don't think they seemed that arsed. I sometimes wonder, you know, like we obviously dug into uh, what's his face, um, cardigan bloke, what's his name, Scott, Scott, Parker. Scott Parker. Yeah, we dug him out obviously because we saw it as an attack when he suggested we were like we played in um, organised patterns or whatever it was, or what was it? scripted movements. Scripted movements, and it's, and it's true to an extent, isn't it? There's almost a little bit of when it doesn't work, when the when the plan and the pattern doesn't fall into place, we don't really know what to do. I don't know. That's one observation I have from yeah, today. Yeah, else is. Um, tactics don't leave much room for kind of innovation from the quality of players that we have. There was the Diego Simeone quote last week when he was saying that um, Bielsa loves nothing more than a player going on the pitch and doing something that he didn't tell him to do. But um, that's where you're looking at players like Calvin Phillips and Rafinha, um, even Bamford to an extent now that he's an England international being big misses because Rafinha is the one player that you can say is this is how we play to see what you can do mm. on top of that whereas you know Somerville in his third substitute appearances is not going to do it and Tyler Roberts doesn't have the quality of Rafinha that he's going to suddenly pull out loads of you know 
skill on top of the the game plan. So we very much um, sticks to what we're doing. And it was I don't know if this falls into just uh, um, excuse category, but Bielsa was referring in his press conference to how difficult it was to train with a team during the international break because of how many players were away and how many players were injured. So he said that they've there's been a lot of um, focus on individual improvements, um, but he was almost saying it was difficult to get a training session together with like 11 versus 11, a murder ball, you know, dragging Archie Gray out of uh, school <laughs> to rag him around the training pitch for a while. And when you look at the, uh, I don't know what uh, Jackie Harrison's excuse was, but Click definitely looked as if he'd left um, his ability to pass on Polish international mm. duty. Um, and, uh, you know, the quality, we're not just missing a few kind of reserve team players. It's if you look back at the promotion um, and who has been important, then uh, Bamford, Ailing, Phillips, absolutely vital. And then Rafinha is immediately a, a step up. Junior Furpo is, you know, he was improving against Watford, don't know where he is today, um, but we paid quite a lot of money for that player to play and he's not there. So. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. know. And that's, it goes back you to take, what we said at the start, isn't it? We know, yeah. we, we know about the injuries and we know how much, yeah. how much we rely on those but players. I, but I that, do that doesn't excuse that. the performance of the players that were out there. Yeah, that, I do still offer that. I think we should have beaten them today. I think we had enough um, good players out there. It may just be a... Uh, um, yeah. Do you want some positivity from, um, from Eamon, who does all the design work for us? Mm. I just noticed his tweet. Don't, says, don't says, do it. I mean, I know I'm indulging says, in mis- misery today. It says next no. season will be in the championship with no Phillips, no Rafinha, no Melier, Phil Hay covering Coventry City, and 20 Leeds podcasts will stop making new episodes. So we'll still be here. We'll still be here. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't play well, says Marcelo. He's got that right. No so, way. He's a genius, isn't he? But we're just looking at um, <laughs> Phillips. Say it in English. Phillips hip problem, Furpo muscle injury, and Rafinha 15 hours on that plane. What were they doing on that plane? I mean, what? I, 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 what's that Liverpool twat who flew with him? He was pouring poison into Rafinha's ear. Well, there's a few, aren't there? Yeah. A few, few Liverpool players. Bielsa also says the defeat was fair. It was justified in the first half, even though they scored in the second half. We found it difficult to recover the ball in the middle of the park. Evidently, our game didn't look like the one we usually play. Maybe we were not as powerful as the opponent. I didn't get the impression we didn't run to prevent the opponent. I think somebody might have asked him about running stats. Right. Um, he felt that there were some improvements after halftime. So me and him, for those, uh, me for and those, else are very much in agreement here. For those seven minutes. He says, uh, Tyler Roberts was outstanding. No, he, <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, it's not that we dominated uh, in that period, but we stopped being dominated in that period. It's all, it's all you can hope for in life, isn't it? To just not be dominated for some period. It depends what your kink is, doesn't it? I suppose so. <laughs> Well, not for me, that's all I'm saying. I didn't enjoy it much. <laughs> no, it wasn't, was it? No. Uh, I'll tell you what, we'll we'll go away, we'll regroup, we'll... Um, oh, we have to listen to propaganda's crap when we've lost. I know. It's what so a stupid, stupid idea it was rolling that out. It was great fun when we were winning games. Listen to the uh, Hampshire accents. Aye. That'd be nice. Um, so, yeah, there you go. That's the match ball. Done with, <laughs> isn't it? Back for propaganda. Let's go drink yourself into a stupor. <laughs> don't, don't do it. No. No, I mean no. probably not. You medicate how you choose to medicate, but no, not. just just trying to do it sensibly. Watch a nice film. Yeah. Think about our other terrible defeats. <laughs> uh, should we wrap, wrap it up there then? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Let people can go do something else. Yeah, thank you for joining us, um, YouTube and uh, 
and audio apps. And uh, we'll return next week. Propaganda, main show, all the fun of the fair. We'll see you in a bit. The Match Ball. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this show ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.